0: This is Cast by Spa and Wellness Caribe. I'm Sarah Jones, and today we are talking about energy medicine in spa and wellness. And today's guest is Anna Burstam and Anna is a wellness pioneer who successfully built and sold the wellness think tank Raison d'être, where she's still involved as the Six Senses wellness pioneer for the past six years. She has been responsible for implementing numerous wellness concepts such as Sleep, Eat, Integrated Wellness, and the Holistic Anti-Aging Program. She is a strategic advisor for Pegasus Capital Advisors and a founding board member of the Global Wellness Summit. Anna, how are you today?
1: I am good, thank you. How are you, Sarah?
0: Very good. Welcome to the show. I think we have an interesting conversation ahead of us.
1: I do too. Thank you.
0: So tell us about your connection to spirituality and how that has featured in your life and your career in spa and wellness over the years.
1: Well, I think I had my first spiritual connection that was uh, very evident was when I was 14 and had a near death experience. And I actually died and then came to life again. And that changed the way i percepted life in the world and then as teenage went by and life came uh, i didn't think much about it but uh, i was interested in any mystical what we can't see and understanding all those things around us that we can feel but we don't truly understand so when i was in my 20s i started to do viki meditation yoga look at those things i always thought i'd had to get a real job so i got a master degree in finance But in the end, I gravitated back to where the pool was. And uh, I have since explored spirituality in numerous ways. I've done trips around India and gone to ashrams. And I have then had the fortune to study under shamans in Peru and become a shaman myself. So I've had a journey and I know that I'm just at the starting phase of my journey still with spirituality.
0: Wonderful. That does sound like an interesting journey That, with all your experiences that you've, uh, you've had. How has being a shaman impacted or influenced the work that you do?
1: It impacts my work in a number of different ways. First of all, I'm more, I would say, connected to the grid. I call it the grid, but it's it's that kind of information system that we're not able to see, but we're able to feel. It's where we download memories or where an idea comes from or where we feel love or where we just have insights. Uh, and that has helped me to kind of connect and bypass my brain because usually the brain has thinking that takes away the true Uh, The truth from an idea or an insight, so it's definitely helped in that way. But it's also helped in connecting when we work with wellness is with the earth and the sea and and Mother Earth in a completely different way than I was able to do before. And I have to say also that the element speaks to me in a different way, and that has been shown in in a variety of ways as well the past couple of years. But I would say the main thing is that I'm simply a lot more connected, and therefore can download. Uh, More than I was able to do before.
0: Wonderful. And I really enjoyed your talk at the Global Wellness Summit this year in Singapore, which motivated me to reach out to you to uh, record this podcast episode. And I'm wondering what motivated you to share this with the audience at GWS only now in 2019 and not before during your spiritual journey?
1: Well, we're in that point of time right now where. Things are changes. It's changing. I think we're all feeling this change coming around us, and we're not sure about the future. What we're also seeing is, especially in the Western world, we're getting into many of us has a materialistic wealth compared with many other parts of the world, and we have, might have health, and we might have success, and we might have. marriage and, and children and all those things that we have likened with success and happiness but we're still not happy and we see that around the world and and therefore people are reaching out more and more trying to connect with everything that they cannot see we see the female spirituality coming in much more we've lived in a very male society where it's about straight lines and going from a to b and it's a very squared and scientific way of of looking at life but now we're seeing a change where it's more circular. It's more spiral. We're looking at at different ways to look at life. And it's not as a straight line as it was when maybe my generation grew up. It's, uh, it's no rules that applies in the same way. We don't have, even when it comes to, if we look at sexuality, you don't have to be gay. You don't have to be hetero, You can be fluid. It's just everything, all of those boxes are, con- are starting to kind of fade away. And you want to connect. And I see that people are trying to connect. We can see that with the rise of C D and marijuana psilocybin's mushrooms ayahuasca san pedro all of those things is is uh, increasing at a it's a big rate because people are asking for what they cannot see they're wanting to make them visible visible and to connect in a deeper way and i truly believe that energy medicine it can be an answer to this and it's just the right time and it it just felt right that it's time to bring this forward but i also think in in another way the world needs to look at this it needs to be highlighted and it's almost like i felt that it was my duty to talk about it because if we're talking about wellness we cannot forget energies and spirituality and energy medicine because that is a very important part of our wellness and and therefore i just felt that we're, we're at this time where we can actually talk about it and if i would have done it five years ago I am not sure as many people would have listened. It wouldn't have been accepted the way it was now that I spoke it at, at the Global Wellness Summit. And the reaction has been really profound. There's been people coming out of the woodworks and just come and, and talked about their experiences and what they're doing. And they've never been able to talk about it before, but now they feel that they can. So it's been an interesting time after that talk that I had at the Global Wellness Summit.
0: Excellent. I agree completely. And I do think that there is a shift coming and that much more uh, we're trying to feel connected to source energy and that people are looking for more and more ways to do this. And uh, in many parts of Mesoamerica and South America, shamanism and spirituality are deeply rooted in wellness. Is this a connection the industry should focus more on And how can they introduce this to guests who might be skeptical?
1: I do believe that it's something that it's not only something that we should, but it's essential because we do need physical and mental health, but we also need spiritual health. And most, if you look at the Blue Stones and other research, the the purpose is one of the most important things for us to live a healthy and happy life. Love, again, is another thing that's essential for our lives, and that's what we live for. And again, that's part of spirituality or energy medicine. And we have a field, and quantum physics calls it the Higgs field, and it's where all of the information is stored. And this field holds traumas from our childhood or things that has gone through in in past lives or this life that can be cleared through energy medicine. And we, what I've experienced through my time as a shaman and when I work with individuals is that by clearing this energy field, you also clear the information system which can make you heal better and become more well and when you work with this in both in tandem with both wellness as well as energy medicine it becomes a greater way to healing in one way i mean we're working with six senses right now we're working with uh, alberto Violdo, who's both a doctor and a shaman and we introduced a program called a grow new body where we go into both doing wellness and detoxification as well as looking at and getting your body full of, of good nutrients taking away the bad nutrients at the same time we also do various shaman treatments to clear the energy field and i've seen some amazing things like i, I went to a grow new body uh, not so long ago and i met this lady whose son had taken suicide a couple of years before and she's been to therapy and she's highly depressed and her journey of this and on this week basically meant that on a spiritual and a mental and emotional level where she needed to cut the cords to her son and see their journey together as a journey of love and when she left she was a completely different person and i've kept in contact with her since and and she's basically look at this whole episode and she said one week of this um was all i needed instead of several years of therapy so you can you can also connect with the source in that level. And at the same time, I met this slightly overweight, dysfunctional Wall Street uh, guy who his, his journey with working with both wellness and spirituality was that his body and his mind came more into balance and when he left his journey was really about healing his body and his mind to look at what he wanted to do in the future and he after a week of this had a clear path of how his life was to change so i see that the journeys are so different from each person but in order to create true healing you Can't fix a problem with the same the same problem that actually caused it. So if you have a mental problem, you have to step up to a spiritual level. So I think combining wellness, mental aspects such as meditation and other things, as well as energy medicine, it just makes it all kind of come to a whole circle, and you are able to heal in a greater way.
0: Very powerful. Thank you for sharing those stories. That's really interesting. And how do you see the connection between wellness, spa, energy medicine and spirituality evolving in the coming years?
1: I think we're going to see an upsurge of uh, various healing treatments. We already have crystal healing and reiki and all those things, but what we're seeing is for instance sound baths, or gong baths is increasing a lot and that's something that's very simple to use within spawned wellness where through various frequencies of sound you immediately can connect to the field or you can relax or you can get your brain waves time from a better ne- uh, level to an alpha frequency which means that you're more receptive to connect with the field so there's various ways where we're going to see frequency the use of frequencies of sound as well as light and touch and various uh, ultrasound, electricity, and other things that I believe that we're going to see when it comes to and meet that kind of bridge between wellness, spa, and spirituality because it's just going to be a profound experience. We also see that mindfulness and breath work is accelerating as well, and through breath work again, it's a simple way of connecting. Where and then we have those pure energy treatments like various healing modalities, shaman treatments, energy medicine. And those can be introduced both as a one-off as well as full programs in spas. And, I, and what we're seeing is that the effect when we introduce frequencies or one-off treatments or uh, meditation and breath work is that we just are able to cut a bit deeper in the wellness practices. So I think that the meaning is going to be that we're going to combine both wellness about eating well and sleeping well moving well as well as mental practices and then also bring in energy practices and you can do that in in a variety of ways so i believe that we're going to see that both coming in as one-off treatments and spas as well as full programs
0: exciting times ahead definitely thank you for sharing that with us anna Um, A few questions about you now, if you would share with us. What has been your biggest aha moment within your career?
1: Oh, I actually think, and it's a curveball here, but I think it was when I was an aerobic instructor and I got asked to do a presentation Uh, on a stage, so an aerobic class for other instructors. And it was my first time ever. And I was so nervous. And I did this presentation or I did this master class, and I had about 300 aerobic instructors in the audience following me. And I was in this big stage and I I was incredibly nervous and it became a huge success. I I took away my brain and I just did it. And um, it was one of the most exhilarating and amazing experiences for me because I don't know before that point that I realized that I could actually Deliver something from a stage or have a, a meaningful contact with an audience and actually make a difference. And I think that was an aha moment, moment for me, which changed my career of saying, I can stand on stage, I can talk and I can present and I can um, affect people on a way that I never thought I would be able to do, because you never know until you stand there. So I think that was a huge aha moment for me, which made me then be much more bold in how I advanced whatever I did, because I knew if I just, if I just am courageous and try something, it might actually work out and people might listen to what I have to say. So I think that was one of those aha moments in life where you don't know if you are going to be good or bad. And then um, then it works out that it was actually quite good. And then that changes, It just that, that moment changes the way you look at your career and what you can do.
0: Brilliant. Goes to show that even if we're afraid, we should go ahead and do what scares us anyway.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: So tell me, what is your favorite spa treatment?
1: It has to be, I'm sorry to say, like everyone else. It is a massage, but I want to do, I would say it's a massage, but generally male therapists because they're stronger and men who become therapists, they really do it because they want to, because you are going against the tide. It's more common for women to be that. And also those that have studied a lot, uh, with not just massage, but other modalities as well. But again, it's that deeply personalized massage that I do think that I that I like the most, but preferably combined with healing or other energy work as well.
0: I can certainly identify with that, yes. Tell me about one of your daily wellness rituals.
1: Well, every morning I have a uh, bulletproof coffee. Uh, well, first I have, the, when I wake up, I have a ginger and lemon water, uh, about a liter of that. And then about an hour to two hours after that, I have my first coffee. And I always do a bulletproof coffee since many years, which is coffee mixed with butter and MCT oil. And MCT oil goes straight up to the brain and kind of wakes that up as well. And as I'm not a morning person, I feel that coffee and MCT oil is my kind of secret sauce to get my brain working and activated.
0: Fantastic. And what is your favorite quote or saying?
1: Um, it's from Abraham Lincoln, and it would say, if I have eight hours to cut down a tree, I would use the first six to sharpen the axe. And it's something that I religiously talk about with all of my staff or teams that I work with, is that think before you start. Just don't start chopping away with the tree, but first sharpen the axe, and then you could cut through the tree so much quicker with so much less effort. So that one is something that I basically say all the time, and I think most of people around me are tired of hearing it.
0: wonderful advice i had not heard it before so thank you um and to close with credit to cheryl sambo for this question what would you do if you weren't afraid
1: that's a really good question because i i am quite fearless i think dying uh made me very fearless so i don't have many fears um i think i would if i wasn't afraid and i guess my fear is sometimes what other people would think or how i will affect i think i would speak more my true mind and not not kind of be so political uh, that i have to be in my work at times but that would be basically speak my mind more but i think i'm a fairly fearless person in general nowadays
0: I certainly think of you as someone who's not afraid to do anything. So I think that that's probably true. <laughs> but I'm sure when you speak your mind, it's always very well received. You have such great insight to offer the industry and those around you. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much, Anna, for your time today and being part of Sparcast by Spar Wellness Wellness Mexicaribe.
1: Thank you so much, Sarah. Thank you for having me and also to voicing this very important subject. I'm thrilled to be able to talk about it and to share and uh, to get this important topic up and, and into the light a bit more than it has been.